What's on the menu for today? Do my laundry, get my mind erased. On a scale of one to five, do you get enough exercise? Oh, man. It is a September afternoon. There is football talk to be had. There is some drinks to be had as well because it is, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere, Connor. Uh, if you're listening <laughs> to it tonight, uh, if you're listening to us on Thursday morning, though, it is not really acceptable to be five o'clock somewhere until like probably noon. I'd say it depends what your work schedule is. If you're like a night shift kind of. Oh, that's true. You can come off a night shift at yeah. seven a.m. and crush some drinks. You know, one of my one of my buddies used to work nights. He used to say that was like the most satisfying beer he's ever had in his life. That's <laughs> seven a.m. post work beer. I was like, I never really thought about that, but I guess so. Like that's his like five o'clock. So <laughs> unhealthy as shit. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I sure um, if that's if those are your work hours. All right. Last week we complained about the top ten. Someone listen because this week (laughs) they got it like 99% right. I'm gonna be super nitpicky. What? No, this is a hundred percent. That Laval should be over Queens. That's my only complaint. I don't know. I don't I disagree. I just this is where we're starting the episode, everybody. By the way, U Sports Top 10 talk. (laughs) Uh so for those that didn't see it, Western Sask, Montreal, Queens, Laval, Regina, St. FX. The Ottawa GGs, uh, U of A, and Mount A, a surprising addition there with the Golden Bears. But I am so for it. That's who I wanted on instead of Guelph last week. Nobody listened. And then Guelph went out and got pounded by 36 by your Ottawa GGs, Connor. Yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my only complaint, like I said, Laval should be over Queens. Um, no, I disagree with that one. I disagree with that one. They have the graphic wrong on Laval. Laval is not two and oh, they're two and one. Um, because they kind of lost to U to M. But that's true. That's true. With that being said, they lost by the skin of their teeth, where Queens, when they played Western, the game kind of got out of hand for them later on. Um, I don't know. I just think Laval has proven that they're a national contender where Queens still has to prove they can get out of the conference. That's nothing against Queens. I still think Queens is a great team and Queens Western will be the Yates cup matchup barring yeah. a unrealistic upset. I don't know. Queen Queens Western or Ottawa Western. Queens already beaten Ottawa. They've proven they can closely. Yeah, closely. I know it was close, but I, I just feel like, Queens, I'd like to see I'd like West. to see that rematch. I really would. I would too. Um, but for right now, it's going to be at Richardson because Ottawa still has to play the Western Mustangs and they already for have sure. lots. I just so, I just think uh, there's a case to be made for Ottawa this year, not like in, entirely not I, being biased. I think so too. I just think the head-to-head matchup kind of puts that on pause for a couple yeah. more weeks. No, certainly, certainly, certainly. Um, now, once Ottawa comes out in the Panda game and you know continues to climb up the national ranks. Then, then we can start having that conversation again. But that's two weeks out. We need them to finish the Panda game first because that, if you clear Panda to me, like yeah. that's the biggest mental hurdle in their game. For sure. It, it is the biggest game, regardless of whether it is or not, it's the biggest game of the year on the calendar. It's circled by everybody in the city, including 
the mayor, uh, especially <laughs> yeah, the police, happen. <laughs> <laughs> especially the police forces. But no, I, I mean, in, in all seriousness, like it really truly is the biggest mental hurdle, mental block, like you're saying uh, of the year for those guys. And, you know, there's been years where Carlton or Ottawa or whoever it may be is the clear, like standings wise, season wise, clearly well, the better team. Okay, well, and then, look at, look at the, the Nate Bahar Hail Mary year. Yeah, no, exactly. That was that was a no-brainer pick 'em for Ottawa. Yeah. But absolutely. Somehow, some way Carlton hung in the game and then Nate Bahar had his magical moment at the end. And all of a sudden you're looking at the Carlton Ravens holding up Pedro. This year, I feel like it is the, the Panda game time. to me is one of these rare games across U Sports where records scores, everything goes out the window. This is a one-day football battle. I think it's U to M as well. It kind yeah. of falls in that category when they play Laval. Yeah. Um, but that's that's two rivalries out of the entire country. Um, that kind of gets that feel. And I, I want to talk to you now about Regina and U of A. Because it's clear the Saskatchewan. I know they hit a last-second field goal to win uh, over the Regina Rams. But it's clear that Saskatchewan is the favorite, which leaves Alberta and Regina kind of fighting it out for that number two seed. Alberta plays SAS this week. How much are you going to take into account or factor in Alberta if they lose by three or if they lose by 23? How, how is that going to change your view of the Golden Bears? This is a tough one. Like I'm really going to need to, to turn that tape on and see what it looks like. For me, if, if, Alberta gets a loss here, which I mean, I think betting favorite has got to be Saskatchewan in this one. So let's let's say, you know, betting odds, Alberta takes the loss. House wins the money, whatever. Alberta gets their loss in this in this hypothetical world. I want to know how they lost. I need to go back through it and see, is it self-inflicted? Is it things where they're shooting their own, themselves in their own foot? Is it terrible mistakes that they shouldn't be making? Is it interceptions that they shouldn't be throwing? Is it bad decisions? on you know crucial third downs like what type of loss is this or is this a loss where alberta played the best game they could they did everything they possibly could and saskatchewan is still just this vanier cup echelon type team i i agree with you on that but now my question is is regina all of a sudden and on the cusp Vanier Cup team, because it sounds bad to say, I'm sorry to the AUS. Can West should be hosting the AUS this year in the national semifinal, I believe. That, either of those two teams, Regina, Saskatchewan, even Alberta, you somehow win the Hardy Cup. I'm, I'm picking you to be in the Vanier Cup. So all of a sudden it's, uh, okay, so if they're that close to playing Saskatchewan, if Alberta comes that close to beating Saskatchewan, they're automatically it's Vanier Cup fringe team now, right? Because if they have the Hardy Cup and something goes wrong or something goes very right for some team and there's an upset over the Huskies, all of a sudden you're looking at Alberta hosting St. Uh, FX or Alberta hosting Mount A. I... They've got to come out to Can West and run with these upper echelon athletes like Tyshawn Blackburn on defense. Yeah, no, that, that that's true. But I, I think if it's not Sask, if it's uh if it's an Alberta, if it's a Regina, 
that has to play the AUS school. Let's let's be fair here. It's probably going to be X. But I, I think that those matchups, a U of A versus X, a Regina versus X, gives us something closer to the possibility of a of a Mac Mount A game where Mount A almost beat Mac. I remember that. That was a, yeah. that was a throwback, Connor. Look at Absolutely. you go. Yeah. So I, I think I think those I think those matchups lend itself to something a little bit more similar to that. Where I mean, yeah, I mean SAS SAS and FX, like no disrespect to St. FX, but I'm taking the Saskatchewan Huskies. We saw, we saw what happened last year at the crossover, right? So, so while we want to see the AUS grow and we think X has a good rosters, Fagnon and Bussy and a ton of phenomenal players, great players. We saw what that looked like when they matched up against Western. We saw that last year. So it's just recency bias from a year ago. So like half recency bias plus history and precedent and, uh, all playing into a factor here. Um, would I like to see X come out and play a really tight game or Mount A come out since they're both 3-0 and play a really tight game in the crossover? Yeah, because that means that more recruits might actually say, hey, if I go out east, maybe I can. Maybe I can compete for a Vanier Cup. So I, uh, I'm very happy, Connor. Your, you Ottawa GGs, number eight. Uh, expect their star to rise. I don't know how much higher it will get, but I, I feel like at some point they're going to be put number six. This, like, without question, yeah. I mean, this with this team, without question, is the best U Ottawa team I've seen what? like what? since the years before I got there. Hold on, they may be three and one, but Connor, we know the GGs like to finish four and four. And there's <laughs> enough games <laughs> on the docket for the GG yeah. to turn around and finish four and four. I, laughing, yeah, I'm I've laughing. seen that in person. I, I doubt this team finishes four and four. Not this uh, one. Not this one. I, I do like to make jokes here and there. So I, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. No, that is, <laughs> I've seen some three and one to four and four finishes. I've sure. seen four and oh to four and four finishes, Connor, Same. from the GGs. So, Same. uh, Let's move on now. We're going to take a look at the OUA games first and then double back with some of our extra favorites from the U Sports week ahead. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and get in on the action for the gambling lines that we're going to be promoting later on in the week, head to coolbet.ca. Uh, they are the best sports book in the country. Lots of action to get in on daily boosted odds, wide variety of sports. Uh, you just have to be in Canada and of legal gambling age to play. So stay cool, bet responsibly at coolbet.ca. Welcome into week five of the OUA season. We are getting closer to Thanksgiving weekend. We are getting closer to rivalry games, but we still have a really good slate headed up for you guys this weekend. So Connor and I are here to break it all down and give you guys a look at what's coming up this week. Yeah, we are. And I am certainly excited for the week to come. Bunch of really good games on this one. We got the uh, the red-blue game too, which you are all too familiar with. Uh, we are going to start it off though with my alma mater, the University of Ottawa GGs, kicking it off, taking on the Laurier Golden Hawks from Waterloo. And in this one, I'm looking at how Laurier handles Ottawa as a whole. Ottawa has been, unbiasedly, Ottawa has been on a heater 
through the start of this year. They're doing, it seems like they're doing everything right in all three phases of the, of the game. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking to see how Laurier kind of reacts and handles what I'm assuming is going to be a quick hot start from the Ottawa GGs. And we've seen this from Laurier throughout the year. They've, they've played the run very well and Ottawa's team is founded off of JP Simonkinda and that O-line getting going early. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing how Laurier matches that as well as how young quarterback Taylor Algersma plays this defense. Obviously, James Peter, the reigning OUA Defensive Player of the Week. Kevin Victome, TK, has been holding it down the back, and we feel like we talk about them every week, but they are playing nuts football this season. Uh, I want to see how Algersma matches up in a home game against the GGs. Yeah, it should be a good one, and that's the thing right there. Taylor Algersma, we know what he does. We've talked about him. He's a good quarterback, man, and I'm really excited to see how he plays and how he reacts to, you know, a solid, solid Ottawa defense. Next up, though, we have the Queens Gales heading to Guelph to face the Griffins. Uh, former head coach of the Gales, Pat Sheehan, is on the coaching staff for the Griffins, so there's kind of a, an old tie there, but the main storyline, Queens just thumped Carlson, and Guelph was just thumped by the GGs. We have a team that's looking to rebound and a team that's looking to keep this train rolling. Uh, James Keenan, the reigning Offensive Player of the Week, 364-4 and four last week. How does that look against the Griffins this time about? Well, I don't necessarily know if he's going to go for 400 yards and, and four touchdowns again, or nearly 400 yards and four touchdowns again. Uh, I don't think we can expect him to do that. It'll be a great surprise and a nice treat if he does. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm just looking for James Keenan to do the same things that he's been doing all year. He's, he's shown that he's one of the most veteran guys at the quarterback position in this league. I think he's close to what, no turnovers on this season too. Um, I don't think he's thrown an interception yet. Which so, is a great thing to have. What, what else can we say? Just keep playing, keep playing clean, keep playing keen, throw 400 yards, throw no interceptions. Come on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? Uh, I know what I want Queen to do. Focus on Isaiah Smith. The quarterback position has been somewhat of a roller coaster this year for the Guelph Griffins. Isaiah Smith has been consistently churning out yards from that backfield. Take away him on defense and you are setting yourselves up for success. Uh, Connor, Red Blue Bowl, it's at Varsity Stadium this year. Both teams coming off some losses, uh, both 30-point losses at that. So U of T obviously looking to bounce back from that game in Windsor, and the way to do so, find Adam Williams. We've talked about it week after week. This team has been slowly going away from the run game. It is what they need to help Kinsale Phillip and the offense get back on track. Yeah, and we saw both quarterbacks play last week, too. So no matter who is at quarterback, no matter who's under center, I think the key to the Varsity Blues offense is Adam Williams. But, man, other sideline in this one, the York Lions. We've talked about it. They've shown it, that consistency that we've wanted to see. It's been growth every single week, I think, for the Lions for us. But now I want to see points. I want to see touchdowns. Capitalize on those score zone opportunities. I think they've got a chance here to come out and play some good football the red blue bull come on they got to be excited for this one uh i know what i'm excited for and that's the western mustangs being back off their bye week connor they are facing the waterloo warriors where nolan cabin he had his first real game as a young quarterback and it was a tough loss and he's got an even tougher task ahead of him as we are asking him to bounce back and his team is asking him to bounce back against the reigning vanier cup champions 
Uh, it's a tall task and a tall order, but I think getting Gordon Lom and James Basaliga back involved often will be the key. Yeah, certainly. I don't think you can necessarily ask Nick Sua to try to match the two-headed monster of Wanati and Keon, but I think he is definitely one of the driving forces of this Waterloo offense. And when his legs are turning, when he's going, it allows Nolan Kevin to have those days, have those downfield kind of completions to the Basiligas in the Loms. So I think there's some importance there, but we know, we absolutely know defensively Waterloo is going to have to be on their absolute 99 to 100% type game. They got to be locked up in all phases of this one. Yeah, they're facing against the top rusher and the fourth best rusher in terms of yards per game. Uh, Edward Winati, Keon Edwards, these guys have been doing it consistently week after week, triple digits yards. Uh, I want to see them get back going after this bye week, get a week off the legs, get a week rested up and then come back for the home stretch. They've got a perfectly placed bye week this year. I can't wait to see how they utilize that to their advantage. I'll certainly be looking for that as well. But final game in this week five, it's not the Windsor road trap this week. Um, it's the it's the Carlton road trap. The Windsor Lancers got to go to the other side of the province. They got to go all the way to Ottawa to take on those Carlton Ravens. Since the GGs have been playing most of their games at TD Place, Connor, I think this is technically the longest road trip in the OUA. Uh, this is a big one. Windsor is so used to having long road trips, but this is another task. Uh, they're going to have to find a way to come out hot and be able to run the ball effectively. We know Coach Cercelli had talked about run game and defense. They're going to need every single second of that as Carlton has had some issues defending the run. But Taron Young has been able to find yardage and take chunks out of teams throughout the season. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that is the key in this one. We know that Carlton has struggled a little bit to stop the run. We know Windsor is going to run. I don't think there's any secrets in this one. If Carlton wants to win, it's controlling the game. It is stopping the run. I think in, in this game, I know I said it a couple of weeks ago, but I think in this game, I finally might get to see what Windsor looks like when that run game is controlled a little bit and what that second phase of their offense looks like because defensively defensively for Carlton, their front seven is pretty aggressive. And they've had a, a good stretch at home this year defending the run. It's just been on the road where they've run into some problems. Uh, so we look forward to that. If you guys want to catch any of these games in, your, in the area, of course, head over to the stadiums, get your tickets, find out where you can get them from the local schools or at the box office. If you're out of town, though, OUA.TV has you covered. Uh, every game free, on demand, and live. Uh, so go ahead and check out either last week's games or make sure you tune in for this week ahead. As always, I'm Wade Zanchetta. Connor O'Neill is with me from CF Perspective. Enjoy the week of OUA football. Welcome back in from the OUA preview. We have some other games we want to get to from the round of the conference, but we also have our gambling lines for this week's U Sports action. So let's get right into that. So Connor, let's start it off with the Friday night, the big matchup out in Can West, the Saskatchewan Huskies, four and a half point favorites at the University of Alberta, who, you know what? They just laid a stomping down in the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, no, they certainly did. Uh, I am, I'm pretty excited for this one out in the Can West, but I think until proven otherwise, I got to ride with the Huskies in this one. So I am going to take the Huskies at the minus four and a half. A bounce back game indeed for the Huskies. Meanwhile, the 
team they just beat, the Regina Rams, are at UBC, minus one and a half points. UBC is a tough place to play. I'm going to take the home dogs. I'm going to take the T-Birds plus one and a half in this one. Okay. Um, yeah, T-Birds <laughs> it is then for you. I don't know if I would have gone there myself, but that's your pick, so I won't touch that one. But let's move on to the Saturday set of games. Do you want to keep it in Can West? Do you want to jump conferences here? Uh, sure. Let's go Can West here. I know we've got uh, the Calgary Dinos at the Manitoba Bisons. It is Bisons minus seven points, Connor. Where are you going? I don't know, man. This line's a little big for my liking, a little scary to me. I think I got to take the Dinos to cover in this one. I know Manitoba is a good team this year, but I don't know. Something about a seven-point line to me is just too much to handle. Uh, let's move into the OUA then. We have the Carlton Ravens hosting the Windsor Lancers, who just came off a huge 30-point win. Uh, the Lancers have run the ball well all season long, and that is exactly what Carlton has struggled to stop. It is Lancers minus three, and I am very tempted, Connor, to take Windsor. More Zorn, more Zorn, man. Um, yeah, that's a tough one for me, but I think I got to ride with you on that one a little bit. It'll be a fun one to watch. But how about this next line? The Queens Gales taking on the Guelph Griffins. Queens, favored at eight points in this one a touchdown and then some tell me what you like eight points is a huge line connor you know i like big lines though uh i'm going <laughs> the opposite the of me Gales. they just beat uh carlton by 32 points guelph just lost by 36 uh guelph is trying to figure themselves out at quarterback queens knows exactly who they are how they work the ball down the field and how they score uh gales minus eight Give me that win. I think in this one, I got to agree with you. I think I got to agree with you in this one. This next game in the OUA, though, I am absolutely licking my chops over. I'm not even looking at the spread. I'm looking at the outright money line in this one. All right. Your Ottawa Gigi, the number eight ranked team, has to travel to the Laurier Golden Hawks. Connor, they are plus two point underdogs. Uh, Give it to me. I'm I am taking the GGs as well. Yep. So when JP Simonkinda has run the ball very well, uh, Ben Miracle has taken care of the ball, and they have a ton of receivers. Nick Chandron, uh, Rodney Estime, just to name a few, Daniel Oladejo as well. So this GGs team is loaded, and I haven't even gotten to talk about the weapons on defense. No, not yet. So I'll do it for you. They got James Peter, Kevin Victome. They know how to mix it up on the back end and create havoc. We've seen it all season long. Kevin Victome taking that interception 41 yards last week i mean i know laurier has got a good team this year but there's something about those ggs man something in the water down in the nation's capital this year now i talked to you about liking big lines my alma mater the toronto varsity blues have one of the biggest lines of the week only behind the western mustangs they are 21 point favorites against the york lions and connor i'm gonna bet against them the Red Blue Bowl has been close since I got to school. Uh, I am now gone from that, but it has not changed. They've been tighter games than that. Uh, as few points as York has scored this year, Toronto's kind of refining their ground on offense. I don't know if it gets to 21 points, uh, so I'm going to take the York Lions to cover that. Yeah, I think I got I to side with you in this one. 21 for the Varsity Blues scares me. When they're on, they're on. But... Uh... It just, I don't know if they're going to get to 
21 points over the York Lions. Like you're saying, these rivalry games, man, these crosstown rivalry games, they bring the emotion. All right, let's go to the defending Vanier Cup champions, the Western Mustangs, 24 and a half points against the Waterloo Warriors. Western coming off a bye in this one. Of course, they have Keon Edwards. Edward Winotti carrying the rock for a combined 225 yards per game. Connor, where are you going on this 25-point game? A part of me wants to take Western. Does that make me insane? I, I don't think it does, Connor. This is what they've done all year long. They've ran the ball. They've pushed teams around. And Evan Hillock has been able to take advantage of opportunities in the secondary when teams load up. Well, you convinced me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to Western. Uh, rookie quarterback in there for the Waterloo Warriors. We know that he's had two great games to start the year, but he has not played a defense or a team like the Western Mustangs just yet. All right, let's go to the last couple games. We've got the Montreal Carabae headed to another stadium within their own city. The McGill Redbirds, uh, Carabae Connor, minus 14 and a half as they have to come down off the hill to play the Redbirds. Yeah, the defending Dunsmore Cup champions. Give me the Montreal Carabae all day long. They're coming off a win over the Laval Rouge or they're clearly the top team in their conference right now. And I think that's going to carry through into this week. All right. I'm going to take a pick on the next one. Then uh, we've got the Laval Rouge or who you just mentioned hosting the Concordia Stingers minus 10 and a half. I'm getting Laval on this one. They are, uh, they're going to be pissed off. They lost to U to M. I think they're coming back with a vengeance uh, at home against Concordia. It's a great lineup for Laval to get back in action. So I'm going to take them. And Connor, we've got two great games out east. So let's break those down. Yeah, going to the AUS, the Atlantic Conference. Which one do you want? Do you want to ride the bus or do you want to go to the Gators? Uh, I'm going to ride the bus because St. FX is playing against Mount A. It is the two 3-0 teams in the AUS. It is the best matchup that we've gotten on the docket uh, all season long out there. X is three-point favorites. Connor, Bishop's really held him in check in the run game last week. I think that Coach Waterman is going to double down. He is going to ride the bus until the wheels fall off, and they are going to cover that three-point spread against Mount A and their ferocious defense. I'm with you. I'm with you. I got to take X in this one, though. Part of me is thinking, like, is this going to be like an 18-19 game? Like, are we going to see a one-two-point well win be. here? But um, the buses started up, Connor. <laughs> I'm going to call for it all week long. Uh, certainly is. Last game of the week for you, though. Bishops hosted, or sorry, Bishops at SMU, the Huskies, plus two and a half points at home. Where are you going with this one? I got to go with those Bishops Gators. Their defense has been incredible all season long. Like we just mentioned, they've been the only team this year to even kind of slow down the bus in Malcolm Busty. So I think that Bishops is going to be able to utilize that. They're going to be able to run the rock. And I think they're going to come away with a win over the St. Mary's Huskies. And that closes us out for this week. So if you guys want to get in on these lines, make sure you head over to coolbet.ca. The best sports book in the country must be of legal gambling age and in Canada to play. Stay cool, bet responsibly. That closes out for the week as well. That's it. We're done. Uh, not really, though. We'll be back on like Sunday. We'll have that OUA recap for you. 
Um, until then, though, enjoy the games. Again, bet responsibly. Have a good weekend, everybody.